understand how complex we are as just as a species as mankind if i could put it that we are complex we are as a creation how uh, um the actual makeup of who we are you know because once you you fully start to understand the components that work together the pieces that work together to make us up i think it becomes um definitely easier for us to navigate through life to bring about the change want to see to live the life that we want to live you know david mm-hmm. said in Psalms 139 was 14 in the new translation he says he says to god he says thank you for making me so wonderfully complex your mm-hmm. work Anyway, what God he says, your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. So, so, so to think that we're just simple beings, or we just here because of some big, big bang theory, and we evolved from a from a monkey or ape, you know? Um, yeah. I'm wonderfully complex. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> come on. I'm wonderfully made. So, if you want to believe that, then you believe that, and you can come from a monkey. You know what I'm saying? But for me, God shaped us. God made. So you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, if, you, if you go, I mean, we, we touched a little bit last week in terms of Genesis 1.26, we made in the image and the likeness of God. Mm-hmm. And um, then you go, that's Genesis 1.26, you go to Genesis 2 verse 7. Um, and it says, let me read for it, it says, And the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath or the spirit of life, and man became a living being. And so here you're dealing with where God that, that made the spirit man, which was in Genesis 1 verse 26, when he said, let's make man in our own image. Um, mm-hmm. man, and then he breathes the spirit man, the spirit of life that he made in Genesis 21 verse 6. He breathes it into the vessel that he made in, in uh, Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. Oh, yeah. So good. If God had to form man from the dust of the ground, that means he had to go to the ground. Think about it. And actually use his hands to make the vest. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. He built this beautifully complex body. You, you get what I'm trying to say? Like everything about us, the way we made up, the, the, the makeup of who we are as individuals, as people, and the uniqueness of who we are, we don't celebrate it. We don't, we don't fully understand it fully understand it. you actually don't know how to deal with yourself you know it's like um uh and don't judge me now but you know uh, many times for you young guys i'm so young just by the way but many times it's like you know if, if i buy well let's just say young let's say i buy me a phone right i buy me an iphone whatever i got the new iphone cool i think apple launched another one again Ding. you know what i'm saying so yeah for me i pick up the phone I see, okay, it's a cool camera, whatever it is. I download my apps. I can make my phone calls. I've got the basic stuff that I need. That's it. But you get another person that actually takes out the manual and reads the manual and understands the fullness of what the phone can do. Do you know what I'm saying? Because he understands the contents. He understands how it's made up and what it's designed to do when they read the manual. So, mm. so then they will come to you one day and say, listen to me, but you know your phone can do this. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, just check, just check this. One, two, three, four, five. Here you got this new functionality in the phone and something you never, ever thought the phone can do, now it can do. Sure. sure. It's the same with us. If we don't fully understand us, if we don't go to the manual, if we don't go back mm. to the... Understand our makeup, if we don't understand the components that makes us who we are, just as a, as, as man species, then how are we going to fully understand to function in the earth? Sure. It's good. I wanted us to go and watch the video. If you haven't watched the video, I would encourage you to go onto our page and just go and watch it uh, after the session. But it's, it, it just gives you the breakdown of, mm-hmm. of the, the components of who we are. It gives you a little understanding. And I think the illustration that's in the teaching helps you actually to visualize what I was trying to say. And that's going to lead us into where we're going to go in the next couple of
Sure, sure. That's well, clear. that's so good, Pastor Brian. Yeah. And also, I've watched the clip and I was obviously in the teaching as well. And there's something that you said that the the spirit, so the spirit is pure and there's nothing wrong with it. But why do we constantly feel like we are not good enough or we don't feel worthy to be in the presence of God and like our spirits are, you know, like damaged or broken? Like what, what is that thing? Sure. I, I think I think to fully understand that, we, you need to understand the, the pieces that make up of who we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you need to understand, uh, like I said now, the components of who we are. When we're dealing with um, the, the spirit man, uh, the Bible says in, book, in the book of Thessalonians, let's go there. In the book of Thessalonians 5, verse 23, it says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you and make you whole. He has spirit, soul, and body. And so we are yeah. tribe, we are three part being, we made up of three parts. We made up of spirit, soul, and body. Do you understand? So when we, if we, if we take the body first, the body, the body is the vessel. It's, it's this part of me. Do you understand what I'm saying? And the body itself, um, it's, you know, it's a complex, think about it, man. You got a blood system, you got your organs. What God thought of in the mind of God, of how my whole body functions, how it takes in information, how it, you can't tell me it comes from an ape. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying like, you know, each, each creature has its own design and stuff like that, but just to think of what God did with us as mm. human beings able to make decisions, that's not normal. Do you know what I'm saying? So when you deal with the body first and you deal with the body, the body is only the vessel that God made for us to be able to exist. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. I say to people, you know, when you go to, 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 when you travel into space and you go into, to the moon, you need a space suit to live there. You understand what I'm saying? But the space suit is not me. I'm in the space suit. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. But without the space suit, I can't live there. Yeah. If you take the space suit on the moon, you better be like Jesus 110%, my man, because you ain't going to be able to. You know what I'm saying? But if I remove the suit, what's in the suit won't be able to live anymore. You get sure. a, when 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 we the body, the body is what God made, the vessel God made, the earth suit God made in order for mm. the that He made as mankind, the spirit man, to live within the in the suit to be able to function in the earth. That's why if you don't have a suit, you can't function. You, you understand? Sure. So in dealing with it, when we think about the body and about this this makeup of who we are, God then gives us the five senses to the body, which is your taste, touch see, hear, and smell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And senses are, are given to us to be able to engage with our environments, our natural environments, and they're mm. needed. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if I'm walking down the road and something's going to knock me smack bang in my face and I'm, I'm taller than most people, so sometimes that can become a real challenge. If I don't see it, you know what I'm saying? The minute I see that that uh, that object that's going to obstruct my, 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 my movement, the minute I see it, uh, my body responds in a way to actually duck out of the way. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. smell, you know, if I smell something, I don't know, walk in another direction or whatever. Yes, gift. You know, whatever that is, you understand? Your body's designed to engage with the natural world. That's the thing. Your yeah. body needs to engage with the natural world. And, I, I, and your body's important. You know, your body's important. And I know I'm saying mm -hmm. something. Stuff, you know, I don't want my wife to hear me because it's gonna it's gonna go home with me. But um, we 
after our bodies. You know what I'm saying? Because we sometimes, even as Christians, we, we make it like everything's about the spirit, about the spirit. No, buddy. If you don't have a body, you can't function here. Good. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Take care of your body. Naturally be healthy. Exercise. Eat the right stuff, Brian. You know what I'm saying? Don't eat the chocolates and the chips, Brian. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying, I'm trying with these guys. Don't judge me. But I'm just saying, you know, you because in order for me to stay remain on this planet and function in the planet to fulfill my yeah. destiny purpose in God, I'm going to need this vessel. I can't do it without this. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, sure. So there's a of the body. And, 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 and when we understand each, like we were dealing with spirit, soul, and body, when you understand each part and each part's makeup, you can fully appreciate which, what it plays, you know, the functionality of it and not what is than the other in, in terms of being able to fulfill what you need to fulfill in the earth. You get what I'm saying? One is or which you're going to deal with now tonight, but but it's not like your body's less important. And we've done that. Yeah. It's just about the spirit, just about the spirit. It's just about your mind, just about your mind. No, 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 no. Yeah. The body, bro, you can't fulfill your purpose. Sure. Good. Okay, Ray says, he says, don't, don't try to bind the calories out of the cake. Mm, mm, mm. bind you. <laughs> no, don't eat the cake. <laughs> to get what I'm trying to say, and even Kenneth uh, Copeland, he shares a testimony about how he was actually overweight when he started his work with God. And God said, "Buddy, you got to change your eating, and you got to fix your body. Your vessel is important." And the Bible refers to, the, to, to your body as the temple. You with me? And the temple was the housing for the presence. So, so the 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 real how can I say the real important thing or the real um, what's the word? I mean the thing of value that is in the temple is the presence of God. If you just take a natural temple, it's the presence of God that was in the temple. You with me? Mm. The thing of value was in the temple. So God gives us the temple because the man, us, is in this temple. Yeah. So, of the temple. You get what I'm trying to say? So from a body perspective, from that portion of who we are, if we don't understand that God has designed this body to function in the earth, and now we can fulfill our purpose because we have a vessel mm a vehicle mm-hmm. to move in the earth and engage with our people in order to do what God has called us to do. And then you have, number two is what I want to touch on, is the spirit man. And this yeah. is important we're talking about, V, because when we misunderstand this, this is where the problem comes in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, so yeah. with, with the spirit man, let's look at the spirit. I just want to just touch back on what I want to say. When, when you're dealing with the spirit, God says in Genesis chapter 1 to 6, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness, right? And when you read in John chapter four, uh, Jesus says to the woman, the, the Samaritan, he says to her, um, God is spirit. And those that worship yeah. him must worship in spirit and truth. So the core of yeah. who we, the actual being is the spirit being. That's who God made in Genesis chapter. So, so I'm not this. This is not me. You see this, this beautiful face, you know, God, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made you. Know? <laughs> so, so you see, he's, <laughs> don't judge me, give, don't judge me. Don't jella. What do you say? Don't jella. Anyway, so you see this, you see God, God gives you the vessel, but the vessel's not me. Because one day this mortal body is going to perish, but what's in me, the actual man, the spirit man is what's going to be eternal. That's the eternal portion. And that's where we're dealing with like salvation and stuff. And people say, no, no, no. Um, uh, let's take it this way. When God makes mankind in the beginning, and God deals with creation. If you go read the uh, Genesis chapter one, when he wanted to make the fish, he spoke to the source, which was water. Mm. 
when he wanted to make vegetation, plants and trees, he spoke to the source, which was the when he wanted to make mankind, he spoke to himself, the source, which is God. Here's the thing, when we speak about death, death is not necessarily the 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 the, the ceasing of existence of life, but mm. rather separation from source. Mm. Wow. So when fish out when you remove the fish from the source, the fish can no longer survive. When you take the vegetation out of the earth, it can no longer survive. When you take mankind out of God, like Adam did in the Garden of Eden when he sinned, he got separated. The spirit of the man got separated. That's why God said, if you eat of the, of the fruit of the tree, of the knowledge of good and evil, you will surely die. When he ate of it, sure. naturally he died. His body never, he, the Bible says Adam lived to 900 and something, I think it was. So, so in mm. terms of, of naturally, his body then, the decay started to kick in because his body was actually designed to be immortal. Mm. But because it's still, it's still almost one of the most perfect bodies at that time, it lived still for a long time. But he was immediately separated from the source, which was God. Mm. So spirit man has got a problem. So that's why there's, we, we speak about heaven and hell and we think about how bad it is. And God, and, no, 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 no. Because your spirit man is eternal. Your spirit man doesn't. So when your body goes and time is up here on the planet, what's going to happen to your spirit because it's eternal? It's got a ghost. Mm -hmm. I found Christ in God, born again, will go to heaven and be in God. But those that are not, there's a place for you to go to. You know what I'm saying? And this is not to condemn anybody or to, you know, preach the fire, you know what I'm saying? Or hell. This, <laughs> understanding the, 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 the context of what God is dealing with. So there's, there's nobody that... that it's a simple prayer, man. When you believe in Jesus Christ, you confess with your, with, you believe in your heart, you confess with the mouth, then you are born again. It means you're born anew. Your spirit, man, is regenerated. The Bible speaks of it. It's a regeneration. Mm. You get a fresh ration of genes. You know what I'm sure. saying? I'm no more natural and I'm no more have a spirit that's disconnected from God, but my spirit is now divinely connected back to God, my father. And therefore the Bible says, even in John chapter one, it says, those who believe in him, in Jesus, to them he gave mm. the power become children of God. Children of God, yeah. I have the same DNA as God. So Jesus' finished work on the cross restores me 100% back to what God made me originally, not in my sure. flick, sure. but in my so spirit. Good. So good. That's the man. You understand what I'm saying? So, we, mm. so when thing with us, it's, it's, it's understanding that the, the components are different. So now I'm yeah. born again. The Bible says, okay, now, so my spirit man is saved. My body is decaying every day. There's still death dealing with my body. You know what I'm saying? But my spirit man, which is eternal, if it's reconnected to God, it's going to end up with God when this body goes away. But then there's my heart, which is the soul. And the soul is the critical piece of the pie. Because the soul is the mind. It's your mind. It's your will and your emotions. It's the thinker. What you think, how you see life, the paradigm you live under, the worldview you live under, wow. the process. Number two, it's your feeler, it's your emotion. Are you with me? It's what you feel mm -hmm. when you have those emotions, gift I know. When, you know when, uh, <laughs> and then you have, so it's your thing, your feeler and your chooser, your will, the decisions that you make is lodged in the soul part of who you are. Are you with me? So, Three-part being, one being spirit, which is the, the who you are. So man is a spirit. He possesses a soul and he lives in a body.
is a spirit. That's the core man, species man is spirit. That's why he says when he, when he speaks in the beginning in, John, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, says, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness, right? Then he says in Genesis 1, 27, he says, and God made them male and female. Wait. Are you understand? In the spirit, they are both in one. That's why he could pull Eve out of the man, where? In the spirit. He pulled the and then you need a female. Are you understanding me? So the so the species is the man. The spirit is the man. And I possess a soul and I live in a body. And the soul is the one that, that almost, I don't want to say is the bridge between the two, but the soul is the one where the challenge lies for many people. And, and that's something we're going to dig deeper into over the next coming weeks. Sure. Sure, Pastor B. So if I'm understanding you, you obviously answering my question. The reason why we normally feel like we're not good enough or anything like that is not because of our spirits, because our spirits are perfect. Yeah. It's because in, of what's happening in our soul. Yes. So in Christ, yeah. spirit, before before you before you um, before you connect to God, before you get reborn again, because the Bible says you're born again of an incorruptible seed. That means a seed that cannot be messed up. Yeah. And that. Yeah. Yeah. The, which is God, because the Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God. So when we get born again, we're born again of the same seed. That seed, which is the Word of God, is the seed of God, which is restored back to Genesis chapter Mm, 1. mm, 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 But your soul is not saved. When I say saved, when I say not saved, I'm not meaning like your spirit man can be saved and your soul can't be saved. It means that your spirit is perfect, perfect in Christ, but your soul, because of what your experiences, the information you've gathered over years, that is still providing the challenge. So when you feel unworthy, it's not your spirit. It's your soul. It's your soul. You're having a challenge. It's in your thinking that you're having a challenge. Hmm. Sure. That is is actually so good. Yeah. And guys, don't forget to send us questions, yeah. everybody online, any questions that you have yeah. about what Pastor B is talking about. Kindly, kindly, kindly send us questions. Or on our WhatsApp yeah. for those who are in the WhatsApp groups with us. Sure. So and if you haven't well, yeah. if you haven't <laughs> checked out the clip yet, make sure, like Pastor B said, check out the clip. Yeah. It'll make so much sense. It'll clarify most of the things Pastor B is talking about tonight. And also, Pastor B, I just want I have a new question as well. Um, seeing that we're starting a whole new series, we started possibly just launched a new thing. What is real? Um, yeah. I want to know just like why, what is real? What motivated that? What is, what is behind that whole name? Sure. So I think, I think like even like the breaking down, it's going to take us a couple of weeks to, to really, to really go through what I want us to deal with. Um, Matrix is one of my favorite movies. You guys know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's so, so powerful. And I think just in terms of realities and with Neo and stuff like that, you know, and, and we'll, we'll get a bit more into it over the next couple of weeks. But I think when you understand, when you understand um, the spirit, the soul, and the body, when you understand that what you're made up of, you know, and the Bible says that your spirit man is complete, lacking nothing. There's a scripture in, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 10. It says, it says, for in Christ lives all the fullness of, Think about this. All the fullness of God is the full God in the human body, in Christ, right? Mm. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, 
who is head of every ruling authority. So because I'm interested in me, you know, and, and the example that I use many times, uh, see, if you take an empty Coke bottle, and you mustn't do this because this would be littering, but if you take an empty Coke bottle and the bottle top is open and you pitch it into the sea, into the ocean, as big as that ocean is, the Coke bottle is in the ocean, right? But because the, the cap is open, the water will eventually come into the bottle. So the bottle is in the ocean, but the ocean is in the bottle. Yeah. So we are yeah. in Christ. Get <laughs> what I'm trying to say. The Bible says the God dwells in Christ. So if the fullness of God dwells in Christ, the fullness of God dwells in me. Mm. Which I don't lack no nothing. There's nothing that's lacking inside of me. And we're going to deal with some of those yeah, in a couple of weeks. But there's nothing lacking. So this, it's complete. You cannot add something to something that is complete. Sure. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So you can't add something to my spirit. My spirit man is done. You get what I'm saying? My sure. spirit, all the faith it could ever need. My spirit has all the provision it could ever need. It has all the healing. It is full. And you cannot mm-hmm. thing. And so that's reality that is in my spirit. Or, or you understand? And then when you're dealing with, with, your, with your soul and your body, your body's experiencing the natural world and your soul is sitting in the middle and taking in information sure. either from your natural circumstances or from the spirit. Mm-hmm. Realities, you understand what I'm saying? So there's two realities that you could be living by. And that's what I really want to touch on tonight because uh, the Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, I just want to share the scripture. It says, it says, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. So we, while we do not look at the, think about this, he's saying, while you don't look at the things you can see, you must look at the things that you don't see. It says, for the things which you can, they temporary. And the things which you, they're eternal. How is that? So he's saying, he's saying, oh. looking at things that you actually can't see. Mm. Because the things that you can see, the situations, the circumstances, the experiences of it, mm. is those are temporary. Temporary means subject to change. Mm. It yes. means, you know what I'm saying? Because life changes, things change, people change, relationships, mm. situation, your circumstance, it changes all the time. Do you understand that? Consistency that we have in the world today is that change is inevitable. Yeah. But when you're dealing with the spiritual realm and you're dealing with who we are in the spirit, it says that is eternal and eternity. And when you're dealing with something that's eternal, it is consistent. It does not change. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It, it does not change. So there's two mm. realities live by. And the way you determine which reality you're going to live in is dependent upon what's happening in your soul. Sure. Your soul is a determining factor because think about it. people might say, yeah, but you can't see whatever. But think about this. I can take two hmm. people of the same age, of the same gender, even of the same race, and I can put them in one situation. But because the one comes from, let's say, a, a wealthy background, and the other one comes from a background that was embedded in poverty, and hmm. I put them in the same situation, the one's mindset in the soul, the one that comes from, from poverty, his reality is what survival. The one yeah. that is wealth, his reality is what opportunity. Sure. So the same two people, exactly the same race, gender, age, uh. situation. But because they come from a different background, because they've been affected differently from the external environments, their perspective on life is completely 
completely different. And where the one enters the situation trying to survive, the other one's entering the situation trying to see an opportunity to actually progress. Mm-hmm. The one doesn't want to die, the one wants increase. You understand what I'm saying? So, and ways in place, it's taking a place that you cannot see. You understand what I'm saying? So everything is affecting your soul. And that's the place where the enemy comes after you because the minute he can mess with your soul is when he can mess with your life. That's That's why the Bible says in the book of, in the book of, in 3 John 1 verse 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way that your body may keep well. So he's saying, "Um, I want you to be healthy. I want you to be prosperous. Mm. Even not just speaking about, you know, say, oh, no, prosperity is, no, 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 no. Prosperity is spiritual it's and it's natural. There's a natural manifestation of what's happening in, in the spirit. Everybody, so once you have it dealing with prosperity, he's saying, I want you to be prosper. I wish your body is healthy and whole, he says, even as your soul prospers, not your spirit, your soul. So to the degree that you have soul prosperity, to the degree that your, that your mind is prospering, your, the essence of who you are, when that portion of you is prospering, it affects your body. Mm. It changes your life. You see that that person has a positive outlook. Everything is dependent upon what you're experiencing in your soul. Wow. That's the key for life. So, and so what we're going to be dealing with is which reality are you allowing to affect your soul? Mm, sure. So if there's a spiritual reality that you cannot see, that you didn't even know about before you got saved and came to church, how are you going to change your reality? Think about this. By going to study the reality that is unseen once a week. Sure. And oh. you go on the reality that you see. What did you do? You know what I'm saying? That's why even Paul says the things I want to do, I don't do the things I don't want to do, I end up doing. Why? Because the fight was oh. You know what I'm saying? There's a scripture in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, in the amplified one I read, it says, Do not be conformed to this world. Think of listen, I want to I want to really break this thing down. It says to the to this world, to this age, be fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs. But be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitudes so that you can prove for yourself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and perfect inside for you. So he says, do not be conformed. Do not be conformed to this world, this age. Be fashioned after, adapted to its external and superficial customs. When he's speaking about conformity or to be conformed is that there's an external pressure Pushing you to shape you into the way that it wants you to be. Sure. So, so when they say, when they, okay, I'll touch on it now. So let's just, let's just finish this. So, so, so when you form something, you're putting an external pressure on something and saying it must be like this. I'm forcing you into a mode that I want you to be. So that's why mm-hmm. when, when we say, sure, that, that girl looks so nice. Who says what is nice? Who says what? How do, how do you define real? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how, how, what's your definition of good looking? Who told yeah. you? Because why? Society wow. is seen images and images from the outside. Oh. With me, what you see. And it's that this is good looking. So you haven't even decided for yourself. You think you have, but you lie. You didn't. A picture or a picture in a magazine. You know what I'm saying? I look at the Men's Health magazine and these guys are 40 and ripped a six-pack. I'm like, yo, but I do you need to. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But what is it? They, 
They're forcing me to conform to what they say is good looking and what they say yeah. is how they say, you understand what I'm saying? They're conforming me to an to a image that comes from where? From the outside in. Mm, that's good. Found me, or I look at what they tell me. What's it? You know, they, they say without, you know, even when Google and without an education, you can never. Mm. No, it, so many people have an education, but they're unemployed. Sure. Why? Do you understand? Yeah. Because they told you that only if you have an education, if you're academic in nature, then you can make something of your life. It's a lie. Everybody mm. in different ways, everybody thinks in different ways. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But they, they push you into a mode they're conforming you to something and saying that it's ah, come on. Sure, sure. and if you watch sure. the matrix, the matrix he says to he says what are they trying to do he shows him a battery he says all they're trying to do is to ah. in a way that they can ah. take power and use your power to build what they want to see in the world so people who are not good in education or are not good academically they feel useless and worthless why because the world tells you that you must be like this you yes. understand Sure. To another space is so so conformity or being conformed to something mm-hmm. external pressure pushing in, but transformation is different. Transformation sure. is change that is produced from the inside out because transformation become by truth. So when you realize that who I am on the inside of me and the power that God has placed on the inside of me, and I realize that I'm made in the image and the likeness of Christ, it doesn't matter what happens on the outside because the inside is already changed. So now when my soul feeds on the word of God, on who I am in Christ, it starts to bring a natural progression of change in my life. You understand what I'm saying? So transformation works from the in out. That's why, you know, when they say, you know what that means in Afrikaans? In Afrikaans, you must bend that child like you bend the tree. You must bend. <laughs> I must it's, translate. It's not actually right in its entirety. They must when you and you're not allowed to give a child a hiding anymore. So when you when you when you when you discipline your child, <laughs> your discipline must never be to shape your child in terms of when I'm talking like mm. like giving a child a hiding, for example. It should never be to shape your child. It should be to de- to, to 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 explain to your child that it is a consequence for your action. It shouldn't be a punch. It shouldn't be a force. You understand what I'm saying? The Bible says, "Train yeah. the child; it should go." And when he's old, he will not depart from it. it, it there's a the, the actual meaning of this. It, it means plant in your child the mm. thing principles that they need to know to live this life. And when they're older, it will be a navigating system on the inside of them to keep them right. on the path they need to go. So that's transformation. Transformation says, "I do mm. something." of you and you live from the inside out and you live from a different that means I'm naturally changed transform that's why it says you must renew your what it says be transformed by the renewing of your mind mind. you know what I'm saying so he's saying when you renew your mind because your whole life they've been telling that life is supposed to be a certain way and it's Mm. not working it's not working if it was working let me tell if it was working, if the model that they gave us for life was working, then we would never be sitting with what we're sitting with today. Come on, that's so true. That's so true. And so, so yet we still follow that same model. Why? Because we've been so indoctrinated by the world that our mm. what the world has told us as the reality to live by. And yes. deal with in the season. I want to deal with the fact that it 
spirit, there's a different reality with God. In the unseen, there's a reality is given for us to live by. And when I discover that reality, that reality, my soul has the opportunity to make a choice. So good. To determine by which reality I'm going to live. And so in the season, I want to expose that truth. I want to expose what God has really done in our lives. I want mm-hmm. us to you in the, the depth of salvation, really, that God did inside and so that when we make a decision to choose the life we want to live, when we make a decision to choose the life we want to express, then we're actually making an informed decision. You know what I'm saying? Of the life that God wants us to live. That's why it's, you know, think about transformation. He says, he says, meditate on my word day or night and do according to all that is written in it. And thus, what will happen? You will make your way successful. You will be prosperous. You will be the one. What is he saying? He's saying when your soul comes into a line, your spirit, then there's a flow from the spirit. Come from the on. healing, abundance, and provision. There'll be a flow from your spirit and it will manifest in the natural. Amen. Sure. So, couple of things into those, those two things. Sure. 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 That is just powerful. I see comments are coming, questions yeah. are coming. Sorry, I keep looking down ah. because. This is I'm like, so fast to be. Before we go on, I think we got a um, a question here from Sipo. He says, "Fast to be. I'm not secure in my image. Um, does that affect my transformation from the inside? Can you please elaborate on this so I can give better understanding?" Okay. Um, yeah. So think about it. So so it's so so. God, God doesn't even see you um, like you see you. Mm. Yes, sir. God don't see you like you see you. God sees a perfect man because he sees in you. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Bible Bible says that uh, in the new covenant through Jesus now, that is, he he will remember your sin no more. Mm. So when I go before God and I've made mistakes or I've failed or whatever, God says, I've chosen not to remember how because I see only Christ in you. So when I see the perfect Christ formed within you. So when so there's never ever an issue between me and God. When God sees me, he's joyous, he's happy to see me. God's never angry or you know what I'm saying? He, uh, he God God sees me in the fullness of who I am in Christ because I'm born. Mm. So the problem yeah. is not so much the spirit man, the problem is the soul. And the soul is where you determine what you see. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So it, it's because yeah. it's Think about it. There was a day in Yolo where I wore these thick glasses of Tino, and um, I looked at everybody. And I, when I looked at them, they looked they looked normal. I put in the glasses. I'm like, yo, this don't look normal for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People even look skew. I was looking at the same thing, but the shades, the glasses, the lenses I was using would make it look incorrect. So mm. with me, and I'm dealing with my image and my likeness. And I, and 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 because somebody told me you're stupid, you're never gonna make it. You're useless. You're going to end up in, there was, I don't want to say too much, but you know, so there was, uh, somebody told me that, you know, you're going to end up just like this person. You're going to end up in jail. You're going to be useless and whatever. That thing starts to guide your life in a way, because if you accept it in your, you're going to use that lens to look at your life. So you're going to look at your life as useless. I'm never going to make it. I'm always, you know, and certain things I grew up with, even in my home, my dad was very critical. I love my dad. There's no issues with my father. I love him. Um, and he, and he wasn't perfect, just like I'm not perfect, but he was very critical with me and critical over my life. And so when there was things that he dealt with, you know what I'm saying? That made me critical with me. 
So even where yeah. I would do good, I would still see the fault in the thing that I did. I wouldn't see the good yeah. in what you know saying because I was shaped that way from the outside in. So when you're dealing with your image, the, you can only transform your image when you go back to the reality of who you are. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, believer. You know, the Bible says, I think it's in, it's in, um, uh, stand to be correct, but we can get the scripture, but it's in second Corinthians or first Corinthians chapter three, verse 18. I think it is three. I love this scripture. The scripture is, is amazing. And it says in second Corinthians three, verse 18, it says, and all of us as with unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the word mm-hmm. of God. listen to this. As in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured. We've been transformed into his very own image. So think about this. It says that the word of God is the mirror. Think about it. When you look in the mirror, you see what? Your reflection, right? See what you look like. You know what I'm saying? So if you look like me, give then you know it's good to look in the mirror. But when when you look in the mirror, you you see see a reflection of you are you with me so the bible says you're born again of the incorruptible seed of the word of god in the bible says in john chapter one like i said in the beginning was the word the word is with god in the word uh in the beginning of the word in the beginning was the word the word was with god and the word was god verse 14 says and the word became flesh so the word of god god christ himself is synonymous they are one so the bible word of god i'm looking into the image and the image is, is christ i'm seeing christ in the word but that yeah. Christ. Me and I am in Christ. So when I'm looking into the word, I'm looking at, at myself. Are you with me? Sure. So you look into a mirror and your face is dirty. You just clean off whatever it is because you want to clean off the mess so that you can look like you're supposed to look because you know you must look. Yes. So when you're dealing with your image in God and how he sees you, when you look at yourself and you see your insecurities and you see your lack of boldness and you see uh, mm. lack of then you're supposed to look in the word and see who you are in Christ and wipe away the insecurities and wipe away issues, wipe away the addictions, wipe away the depression, you understand? Until I look like who? Until I'm being transformed into the image of who? You understand? So when people see me, they don't see the old man, you know what I'm saying? Some people call me brain They don't see that person, they only see the Christ. And that's the goal, to be transformed into the dear son Jesus Christ. Are you with me? So when you, when you go when you when you want to be transformed from the inside out and you want to deal with your image, you can't fix your image on your own because if you're looking at the world, that mirror is incorrect. Mm. Always gonna tell you you're never gonna be enough, you're never gonna qualify, you're never gonna make it. There's always something in that mirror that's gonna there's a deficit in your life. But when I go to the word of God and I go to the complete work of Christ, that's a difference. Reality. Amen. Amen. To live by that reality. And that's why I say, what is real? Because you choose. That is so good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. So, so Pastor B, I think we should just have like another series just called Wipe Off. Wipe it off. Sure. Really going to be doing that in the season. You really, and that's why I'm, I'm trusting God even to help me to articulate this properly, to speak it properly, to get enough research and enough work, so that like, we can really dig deep into what is really done in our lives, so that we can wipe away the stuff that mustn't be there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's the thing. Yes. It works over time to mess with your soul. Sure. sure. 
over time to tell you you're never going to make it, you're not going to make it, you lack confidence. All those things is what is to mess with your image of who you are. And if mm. I can, if I can, exactly. from the way that you're supposed to see yourself, I will make you function way below than what you're supposed to function. Because, you hear me, your image determines your expectation. Mm. Mm. Somebody who doesn't believe that they're good enough for good things to happen to them will never expect good things to happen to them. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. True. Sure. Yeah. Five. Master B, sorry for interrupting you. Um, we are about to end. Yeah. So I just want to take this opportunity to say, if I'm that young person saying, you know what, I really want to look like God in His image, made, understand that mm -hmm. the problem is actually my soul and not my spirit, and I sure. really want to connect into this new life, mm -hmm. what do I do? So, so number one is like even uh, what I did, forgot to mention was the fact that sometimes we interchange the word soul and spirit. You know, we 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 say my soul is saved. No, your soul's not saved. It's saved in the context of who you are, but it needs to be reformed, you yeah. by transformation. You know what I'm saying? And the only way to start the process is by the word of God. It's the mother. You have to go back to the mother because you know I, I so, and that's the thing is what is my reality. What am I living by? You know what I'm saying? If I'm just allowing the world to tell me that I'm supposed to look a certain way, and so I don't even want to look at the Men's Health magazine, you know what I'm saying? It's telling me I must look a certain way to be acceptable, or this is almost like this is the normal. No, the normal's in the Word of God. Yeah. Amen. I'm complex in my makeup. God made me unique. God made design me. So I think a certain, I'm not like my wife, and my wife is not like me. We are, if you must look at two people that are almost like totally different, it's me and my wife. And by our difference, because we understand our difference, we complement each other, sometimes even without realizing it. Because she's a full-on creative. I've got a little bit of creative in there, but I'm extremely like logical. It's one plus one, two, what's up? You know what I'm saying? So there's so there's 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 times where, where we see the world completely differently, but if we embrace each other's differences, we can understand that the source of life is still Christ. We're still perfect. Yeah. We still got a father in heaven that loves us, but God even wants us to be different. He doesn't want robots. He wants to express himself through each one's own so person. Good. So we can show many, the many sides of who this father is that mm -hmm. loves you. So you understand what I'm saying? So we all got a part to play. And that starts with us going back to the core of who we are. And the only way to go back to the core of who we are is to go back to the word of God. And this is what, this is what the question you're asking. If you really want to know what to do, Make sure you connect with us every Friday night because this is what I'm going to be breaking down over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I want either the what is done in us so we can start to choose to live by that reality. We can start yeah. to make by that reality because if you knew how powerful you are, you would never be living at the level that you're living right now. Never. 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 And so every day when you're in the Word of God, it's a greater discovery not only of who he is, but of who you are. Mm. Sure. Thank you so much. This is so good, Pastor B. So, Pastor B, what is the first step with my walk with Jesus? If I'm online now and I'm hearing this information for the first time, what is the first step that I need to take in order to live this life? Sure. The first step is obviously to be born again. You know, it's to change nature. It's to, it's to re re reconnect your spirit, man, back to God. And, uh, 
think what we're going to do right now is that if you're connected here and you haven't made the decision before, you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life, or you said, you know what, Pastor, I've prayed that prayer before and I want to do it now. I want to connect with God. I want to just reconnect with my daddy. Then now's the time. It's a simple prayer. And, and before we end, I think let, let's just, let's just pray together. If you're hearing me, wherever you are and you want to connect your life to God, you want to be born again. You want to be born of Him, mm. made in His likeness revitalized, regenerated, and the new life of Christ in you, or you want to make the decision just to reconnect back to daddy, then let's just pray together. Just bow your heads, close your eyes, and say with me, say, Dear Lord Jesus, I pray that you are the Son of God, that you died on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins, that you rose again three days later so that I can have life. Jesus, come into my heart, wash me, cleanse me, make me brand new. I thank you, Jesus, for saving me.